Welcome back, one and all, to Strangers Rolling Dice. Here we are again. Let's just go around the horn here. How's everybody doing tonight? Let's start with someone I know is doing just fantastic, Zach. Oh, everything's great. Um, everything in my personal life is perfect. Uh, there wow. been no, no obstacles to overcome. What's your secret? And actually... Um, just lying about it, actually. Just lying it. <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> it, works. Okay. it works every time. Nice, nice. Okay, let's just move right on with there with no context. How, Michael, how are you doing? I am doing great. I am doing as good as Zach. <laughs> I hate you. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love you. Uh, <laughs> this one's uh, D&D. I'm excited. D&D, yeah, yeah. Okay, Jay. Well, you know. You were making a joke earlier about how I'm trying to roll to grapple with my problems and I keep missing. And I think that's how I feel tonight. You know? We got a theme. That's how it we got is. a theme here. Yep. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. And Jesse. Um, I'm very fortunate that school just started, so I get to mask all of life's troubles under the um, sheer pressure of trying to excel in <laughs> academics. Um, nice. You know, and struggling nice. to pay for tuition. Nice. Nice. Sweet. Wow. Okay. So, um, I guess let's just play some Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, please. Okay. Okay. So, where we left off, there's a lot going on. I don't really know exactly where to start. Not gonna lie. You've come such a long way through this dungeon now. It's, it's been almost a week of in-game time. You finally make it out of that horrible room below, the Bullywug Diorama of Hell, with a gibbering mouther, and it seemed like an advancing zombie horde hemming you in, limiting your options, and putting you on a timeline. And after you escape that room, you fight a spider in the shaft going up to the room above. Crow pokes the water and summons a water weird out of it, lurking there. You go onward past this amazing and mysterious tapestry showing what looks like, I don't know, like the end of the world. And images that there's a few theories floating around about. You come into this next room, which is just chock-a-block with treasure, and there's a statue. Yet again, a statue. This time, when you continue past this frog-centaur-like creature, where there's an upper body, almost like a bullywug, and then an uncanny number of legs, holding this big spear. Bart walks past it. It starts to speak to him. And I believe Spark was translating from Primordial. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was hiding in the sewer, or in the poked hole, Mm -hmm. translating. But then it kept cycling through languages. It was cycling through languages, right. And eventually it settled on one that you could understand and eventually 
basically it communicated to you. Are you one of the exiles? Are you dead? What are you doing here? Who are you? You had questions for it. It wasn't very forthcoming. And then Bart tries to go through to the next chamber beyond this wall that I actually haven't described yet, I don't think. So I should do that to give it justice. But let's get there in a second. Because before anything else could be done, Crow and Karzalek lock eyes, and Karzalek comes in as beat up as he is and brings down his plus one mace onto this statue that seems like it has a being underneath the outer shell. Completely reckless, if I might add. Terrible decision. <laughs> Not being egged on <laughs> whatsoever by Crow. Yeah. It was that big, but come on. That's true. No no other option. Yeah. He did but. some damage. And I said that we would roll initiative next week. Well, here we are. I think before we do, I'm going to read the description of this door and the wall that Bart tried to go through. And then we'll get right into it. So get your dice ready. Here, a wall of green polished stone blocks the way. It depicts beautiful imagery, a journey by sea, guidance from the divine, mastery over the waters and the prosperity of the Bullywugs on the forested shore. It is divided into three sections. Those dreams, perhaps once a reality, are broken. And beyond this threshold, the door itself even seems somehow different in stonework. Like those alterations that have been made to the temple. So, on that note, let's all roll initiative. That scared me. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> okay. You're under attack. Please do it every time. All right. <laughs> I oh, 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 yeah. There we go. Keeping that oh. karma going, just like I said. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's real. Let's go around here. Oh, cracked eye. Hold on. On my end. Whoa. Oh, okay. All right, huh? so uh, let's go from highest to lowest here. Highest, Arzalek with a 19. I think that's the highest I've ever rolled initiative. <laughs> all righty, all righty. Wow. Next nice. up, next highest. Then Bartford got 12. Okay. Who's next? Spark with 11. Okay. And last and least. Uh, that would be Crow with a four on a natural one. All right. Let me just check my stat block here. Me too. Okay. Hmm. 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 Okay. 
Love that I know what round it is again. Can't even say. <laughs> the last fucking, last fucking three seconds. Where the fuck are we, huh? It's round one. It's round one. It is round, it's round two, isn't one. It? No. It's round one. Top of the order. It's the creature's turn. <clears throat> and let's see. It has this spear. It is going to reach out with its spear to the side and whoosh it right past Crow's face, arcing around, bringing it towards Karzalek's side. Here is a pike attack coming in. Uh, armor class for Karzalek right now? 21. 21, same as usual. That's a miss on the first attack. Okay. Then it turns its head to look at you, Karzalek, as you smash into it while it's whipping its spear around. And its third eye begins to glow with this bright light, this bright ultraviolet light. And I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh yeah, that is a 10. That's a fail. All right. Bonuses left over from our recent thing? I don't think we do, but I just wanna... No. Could be critical. I don't think there's anything left over because you just fought a water weird and that basically... Yeah. You... The totem stuff is gone. The totem stuff's out of range. A parowism. There's a... Yeah, no one does. I've been waiting for a moment to award one. Maybe we'll find mm. one tonight. Very uh, heroic. It'd be, <laughs> be heroes right now. So, you fail this save, Karselek. You are now frightened. That means you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of fear is within line of sight. You also cannot willingly move any closer to the source of your fear. What was your final result on your saving throw? 10? Ten. Okay. That is the end of that effect. So that is what happens to you. And that is its turn. Next in the order. Karzalek. Okay. So, okay, so he must... Uh, did I hear that right? He must also try to flee. Is that correct? You... Does it say that in Frightened? No, I... It says a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks. I think that's a fear effect. Frightened and like fear are different. Or something. It, yeah, panic. Yeah. I think it's just the, the effect of the fear spell versus the frightened condition. This okay. is the frightened condition. So, so a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of his fear is within line of sight. And you can't willingly move any closer, but that doesn't really matter for you right now because you're up on the melee. Perfect. So if, to paint the scene, we can imagine Cars wax this thing, and it really looks back at him like, really? And Cars is like, I fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cars just, you could just hear that the faintest quiver. Just, we, do, we don't have time for this. Just, let's get this monstrosity out of here. And he's just going to try to give this thing a couple swings at disadvantage. Um, so the first attack with his uh, handy mace is coming in for a dirty 20 to hit. Dirty 20 to hit will hit. All right, and rolling damage. Oh, I did is a 11 bludgeoning. 
Same as last attack. Eleven bludgeronies. Okay. Right on, right on. Crack into the stucco, and you see that underneath is desiccated, dried frog flesh. Delicious. Let's see if we can expose a little more of it. One more swing off the extra attack for a 14 to hit. A 14 against its AC is a hit. Wow, okay. It's big. Uh, it's not uh, moving very fast either. I don't think it's very dexterous, you, you would assume. Understood. And that is seven bludgeoning, and we'll just keep that unwavering mark on applied. Okay. Seven additional bludgeoning damage. Got it. And I'll, I'll end the turn with Cars looking over at his friends. Come on! We, we have to take this thing down now! You can hear just the hint of just fear permeating his voice. And that's it. Okay. Next. Bart. Stand, stand firm. And, uh, uh, Karzalek Bart will kind of like push himself up onto his knees because he was groveling. And he's mm. going to pull his staff out and he's going to throw it over here and oh, yell while it's flying through the air. He's going to be like, I'm through. I call to you. Come to me. And I'm going to summon the giant constrictor snake. Okie dokie. I like it. As my action. Uh. Giant constrictor snake. Okay. It's not it's not the size that matters. <laughs> so true. Not the size of the giant constrictor snake that matters. Um, okay, so that is where you wanted it? Uh yeah, to the left one is fine too, but to the left fine. one? That's fine. Yeah. You, I'm not gonna make you well, roll to hit that area. That just makes more sense, yeah. Sure. For me. Okay. And fine. then what else kind to do? So that's going to be a standard action, right? It surely is going to be a standard action. <clears throat> uh, this this staff transforms into the serpent, and you notice there's a little bit of that telltale like fey energy around this thing, like when you summon your creatures. Yeah, and you know. Any magic items I can use here that makes sense? Yeah, look at your inventory, folks. Stop. Do, 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 do. You might have, like, scrolls. You might have potions that you could use in this scenario. Magic items mm. that you found along the way in this dungeon that would make sense? Nah. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? Chekhov's gun? What? Bad. No! I'm just gonna throw a bunch of ball bearings into the room. <laughs> Yo, that's legit. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you guys. You know, I would love it if you did. Uh, Bart, Bart is going to try to telekinetically shove this thing away from him. Go over okay. there. Okay. Shove. So that's a DC, strength saving throw. DC 15 strength save Aroni. Okay, DC 15 strength save Aroni. Um, it, it fails. Whoa. Um, and you push it one square to, yeah, to, to those X's there. I don't think you technically can because unless I'm looking at this wrong, are you talking about here? Yeah. Okay. That works. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I was off by one. Oh, God. Uh, I'm also going to roll initiative for my constructor snake, because that is what I need to do. Are you going to name it in case it rolls a natural 20? <laughs> it rolled a natural 20, Pog. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, what's its Hell final yeah. initiative? I guess 22 on its initiative. It's kind of wow. bad or okay. high, though, in this situation. Uh, yeah, this situation. I mean, it's not this risk, but it's okay. It's at we'll take it. 20. And then, and then Bart, now that Bart is free to fucking get away from this thing, he's going, hustle up to, to Crow. What, what is that thing, Crow? Be careful. Karzilek has angered it by hitting its rump. <laughs> Let's picture this also. You're like, clomp, 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 splink, splink, chink, clank, chink, chink, as your feet clomp through a bunch of jewelry and coins. It's true. Uh, that is my hecking turn. I do want to respond real quick. Yeah, go for it. Please, Bart please. And say, could you get that door open? I, di- I didn't try. I just summoned Absu and ran. We could, we could see, but what about Spark? He's still in the other room. Uh, who's that again? Uh, the, the emotionless robot guy. It's just very confused. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Uh, I mean, uh, Bart will kind of look at you like with a look that's kind of like, you know, he's like looking at you and wondering, like trying to ask you without asking, like, huh? What the huh? fuck's happening? Huh? You're talking about the door. Mm. Bart's not going to say it, but. I mean, if, if this thing is as frightening as it looks, you know, we have expendable people right now, right? We have wow. Dab, we have Spark. Karzalek. Karzalek's kind of a threat. So. <laughs> I love I mean, that. If, if Bart and Crow get away, that's a win. Wow. We're not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> that would be so tragic if Karzalek died here. Wow. And was abandoned by you. Okay. Well, so anyway, what do you, okay, what do, you do here? Abandoning is the Karzalek brand. So oh. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. That's so ridiculous. what happens here? Let's, let's... Well, that's the end of Bart's turn. Bart's okay. out of action. Just, so just then, replying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the end of Bart's turn. Next up, Spark. Okay, um, I've just finished stuffing this tapestry into my backpack. Mm -hmm. I hear this commotion in the other room. Do I? I've never been up in this room before. Do I know anything about this creature or this treasure or have any feelings about it, given my history with this place? Uh, Why don't you roll me a history check? I would love to. That's not very good. Uh, that's a five minus one is four. Yeah, um, you've never been up here. You cool. do not recognize this creature, but you have seen all manner of what you might, uh, in your programming, designate as like a mutant creature uh, around here. You know, it's clearly not a bullywug, but it's like one. Okay, and it seems pretty bad. It seems very evil, possibly not living. Okay. So that's all I can give you. It's like, there's something wrong with this thing. Yeah. That's that's something you've encountered in the all rooms right. below. Is there's undead things. There's weird mutant bullywug things. There's bad okay. things and statues. Um. All right. I think I I think I'm like kneeling down as I uh, finish putting this in. 
in my backpack, I uh, see this thing. I'm like, this is my museum, Darkness Gather. <laughs> and I will bonus action cast a Shadow Blade. So I will summon a Shadow Blade in my hand as this blade of shadow just uh, forms. And I will, uh, I'd like to, uh, let's see, how close is it? Five, 5, 10, 15, 20 feet from 20, me? 20 feet from you, yes. Okay, um, I think, I think I'm just gonna run up and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab it with this shadowy blade. Is it dim light in here? Um, or dark? it is dark in here. There's no okay. light in here. Um, so I roll with advantage for the shadow blade. Oh, did it twice. Um... That's a natural one, oh. and a 14 plus 6 is 20. Yeah, that'll hit. 10, 20. All right, so that takes 2d8 psychic damage. Oh. 7 and 4 is 11. 11 points of psychic damage. 11 points of psychic damage. And I turn to the others, and I'm like, um, this thing is evil. We must kill it. <laughs> um, right. Hurry, we have to get rid of this thing now. And uh, that'll be my turn. All right. Moving right along. End of round one. Crow. Yay. I get to be the end of the round. Okay. Be the end um, of the round. So I see there's the kind of platform that it was standing on, I guess, yes. when it was still in case. Yes. Is that blocking my path at all, or can I just step up uh, there it's, and it's a, like a two feet high okay, dais. Cool. It, the it. one thing that it doesn't quite get right on this map here is, like, imagine treasure just, like, kind of all through the room. It's like, uh, like, uh, oh, what's I'm his face? It all right. Um, <laughs> the, the oh, duck. Yeah. Fucking, oh my god. The duck swinging. Is, is he swimming and spitting doubloons out of his mouth? You feel like in this room, you could. So, but I mean, there you if, go. If, if you were to dive into a, a vault of doubloons, you would just instantly break your neck in real life. Right, right, you would cut yourself in many ways on these weird rings and amulets and coral beads and ancient coins. Here, it would be very unpleasant to do that. Are, but are, are the little icons we see in the treasure actually representative of what some, we see in the room? Some, take it with a grain of salt. Is what I'll say. Okay. This, this Cause, room, cause, more than any in this entire illustrated dungeon pack, which is not from Wizards of the Coast, uh, is diverges from what's supposed to be in there. Okay, well, I did notice a, a dodecahedron gem yes. that was like bigger than. Let's Bart. say that's there. It's yeah. it's a Ooh. big old it's a big old dodecahedron uh, of some sort of gem, maybe. Yeah. So right before this uh, battle started, I had to move kind of into the the crux of this L-shaped room, so I can kind of see down the mm. path to the east, and there is some possibly unique-looking treasure there. I want to take a Let's glance. The treasure there actually was a mask that Bart grabbed, if I recall correctly. Okay, gotcha. Through the it death was a fully mask. death mask. Yes. All right. So that's what that was. All right. Yes. Cool. And but, I mean, like, you see, there's like a crown laying on the ground nearby. Yeah. There's like some chests that seem like they're open, and there's like be strings of beads spilling out of one of them. But nothing like an obvious. 
there's a, there's a breastplate. No, no, there's no magic right. items or anything. It actually seems like these are mundane pieces of treasure. Okay. So the, it's not like a necklace of fireballs, the beads that are coming No, no, uh, it looks like countless coral I'm beads. I'm trying here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. All right, so in that case, I'm just kind of run up and help my good ally Karzalek out. Okay. Um, so yeah. since I can stand up on this uh, little dais thing, I think I'm flanking with Spark if I'm on this side. Yeah, you guys are all would receive the bonus of flanking in this scenario now with the full I surrounded. Feel, I feel suddenly like I'm emboldened and secure for the first time in a while because there's not a hideous frog monster just like haunting yeah, the corner of my vision at all times. Oh. If there's just one right in front of you. Well, I mean, it's an enemy. It's a, it's, it's a, it's an obvious enemy. It's one that one I'm allowed to attack. Wow. So, We're gonna do that. Okay. Um, I don't have a lot. Of, I have a whole spell slot. But I'm gonna save it. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do just my regular old rapier. My shadow blade has since expired. Okay. And I think I'm going to do booming blade on this okay. guy with the rapier. So. Uh, let's say B20 plus six. And I'm flanking, so that's advantage. Yep, you'll have advantage on this okay. attack. Dirty, dirty 25 and a natural one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take go the 25. With the, let's go with the 25. That seems better. All right. Uh, is that a hit? Yep. Yeah, 25 okay. is most definitely a cool. hit. Cool. Excellent. All right. So it will be... Um, this many piercing damage from um, a magical weapon, which is took a while. Oh, I rolled max Ooh. on both my die. Wow. Eighteen. Wow. Yes, Eighteen. Is that all nice. piercing? That's all piercing from a magical raper plus one. Okay. And I have to do the booming blade damage as well. Okay. Uh, I need to. Uh, one of these days, someone teach me how to do macros for this because I feel like a boomer. <laughs> Boomer doing his booming blade. Boomer's blade. Bog. As Boomer's blade. blade. <laughs> I am renaming it on my character sheet right now. Boomer's blade. <laughs> Boomer's blade. All right. So it's. Uh, See, we don't need Wizard of the Coast. But it's, oh, that's not, no relation to booming blade. It's Boomer's yeah. blade. Come on. It's like the. Uh, what's the uh, the oxidizing beast or whatever or the rest of the. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. The oxidizing yeah. beast. Go ahead. Uh, add, add four thunder to that. And uh, okay. wow. the, the creature, the mid-journey monstrosity is in sheathed in booming energy until the start of my next turn. It, it moves, it, it takes more damage. Okay, it wails as you do this strike to it. <laughs> I kind of nod and smile at cars like, we got this. Like, trying to, you know, I see that he's a little frightened. Mm. It's a reassuring mm -hmm. glance. I think cars is, is, is thankful for that. He appreciates that. Yeah. Okay, here we and go. And that's my turn. Top of the order. Guess who's up? The Rogue. Snick. Snick gets to go. Snick <laughs> beat him uh, by someone, one. Someone else. Someone oh. else stabbed him. Not me. It was, was someone else. <laughs> it was somebody else. I'm telling you now. All right, he's uh, flanking as well. Then I imagine yeah, everybody's flanking. Oh, here, oh that creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the uh, the snake. The snake. Oh, okay. Uh. I... Is this macro gonna work? No, it's not. He's gonna do it the old fashioned way. Where am I? 
<laughs> the old-fashioned way. Type in a slash command into a chat box. That's how the old-fashioned way. Like the pioneers did. Like the pioneers played Dungeons & Dragons. True. Right, so we get a 13, and then with advantage, it is not even better. It's an 11, so 13 to hit. 13 to hit. That is unfortunately a miss. Heard and understood. All right, that is what Snake do. Wait. I was wrong. That is an exact hit. Hey. Hey, hey I spoke Snack. too soon. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, As with it's what attack? Constructy, constructy, okay. constructy. Read that attack stuff and things out loud to us once we get All right, there, so okay? constricting... Uh, it does 2d8 plus 4 bludgeoning damage, and the target is grappled. Okay. Until the grapple ends, the creature is restrained, and the snake can't constrict wow. another target. Wow, okay. indeed. Wow. Here comes big damage, I'm sure. Let's go, snake. 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, man. Um, and it is a non-magical source of damage. Yes, it is just snake dam. Just snake dam. <laughs> okay. I mean, the, the problem with snake damage is that it doesn't really scale. Oh, okay. All right. Next up. Wow. Kill me. That was good. the creature. Was it was good. It was good. And you were quick with it. And I feel horrible. So, like um, all right, here we go. It's its turn. What can you do, creature? What can you do for me here? It is restrained. Okay. It is restrained. Okay. Still makes attacks. Yeah. So what it's going to do is it's going to flail out in a random direction between the three player characters around it right now. Oh no, it can't actually. It must do Karzalek to be effective here, right? Basically, so it's it's going to hit against Karzalek uh, with its legs. So it okay. has it, it will have disadvantage on that attack as well because yeah, yeah it has it disadvantage. But okay. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, that's that's fair. So it has disadvantage no matter what it does right now. It has yes, it has disadvantage no matter what it does because it needs to attack Karzlik and the snake. In order, to, yeah, we, we're, we're both right. So then now it has disadvantage. So I'm gonna go back to what I said then. Random player character here. I'm gonna roll one d six, a one and a two. It's crow. Three and a four. Karzlik. Five and a six. Spark. Well, sometimes just go with your gut. It lashes out at Karzalek with its leg. Frog kick. And it moves in a way that is just a little bit unnerving. And let's see if it hits. <laughs> yep, that's a hit. Way over. Okay. Let's see what happens here. Roll the damage. Demolish. You take eight 
piercing damage. Eight piercing? I got, I got, oh, it's a piercing kick. Okay. Yeah, as this sharp, almost hoof-like appendage oh. digs into you. Mm. Um, Delicious. Then there's more. Before oh, you make your more. saving throw. Oh, there's the a saving axe. throw. So... Because you right. are, is it when wielding the axe? Is it when wielding uh, the axe or when attuned to the axe? Here, I have the notes for it right here. Right, you pull that up and, and remember that yeah. thing. I'm going to roll more damage against you. We'll right do now. it. You also take, because it might not matter, because you take 12 necrotic damage. Oh, yeah, that takes, that. okay, yeah. yeah. Cars is, Cars Cars is down. down. Oh, okay. no. No shit. Could and just, and just so you know, um, cars. <laughs> Berserk only triggers when the axe is in his possession and he gets hit. So, I want you to roll me something here now. Okay. I want you to roll me 3d6. Mm. Oh, that's a fun spread. That's a five, a natural one, and a natural six. I was 12 on the last thing, too. Well... Reduce your permanent hit point maximum by 12. Woohoo! Tasty. Okay. <laughs> As you are going to also, you're going to need to make me. Oh, you know what? I did this in the wrong order. You could be safe from that. Oh. Hmm. Roll me a constitution saving throw. This is a big attack here. It's okay. got a lot of components to it. Roll a constitution saving throw to negate that. A 14. An exact save. <laughs> so your hit point maximum is fine. Like, like knowing Boy. what it does actually makes it scarier. I'm yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to know. So you're just down. Okay. No hit point maximum reduced. You still don't feel great. As that All thing right. I, I kick into you. Yep. Get kicked. Go down. Makes sense. Yes. Okay. That was one attack. What do you guys think? Should we do another one of those, one of those glares? Or should we do another appendage like that? Maybe a, a pike attack? What's been working best for it? So far, the the hoof-like attack. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, do that. so he, he, it kicks one. One of you. One of you goes down. One through three, it's coming to crow. I'm using shield if it attacks me to say that. Okay. <laughs> Four to six. Going to spark. I will also use shield if it attacks me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last spell this slot, This is hilarious. Got like a six. cars goes down. Makes you. Yeah. <laughs> a little scared. Wait, wait, which one is it going for? It's going for you. Me? Yes. Fun. Cool. So, I cast shield. As I okay, you cast shield. It swivels one of its um, many legs yeah. around and lashes out at you. And it should have disadvantage on this, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it rolled real good last time with disadvantage. I just raised my hand and I'm like, no! And what's your total AC? Um, plus five. Uh, my AC is 21 now. It's you either way, even with disadvantage. <sighs> this Damn. thing has a pretty good attack modifier. Um, okay. It rolled like crap on the spear attack. But, here we go. So. You're going to take some damage. First. I'm doing this in the right order this time. Or maybe we'll do the wrong order, just for fun. 
Oh, um, also, yes. Uh, the thing happened. I rolled for it, and it happened. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Okay, so then we'll have to do a a roll for yeah. that in a second here. Okay, thank you for letting was, me know. Yeah, got it. On your uh, if you on on this damage or um when I cast Shadow Blade. When you cast Shadow Blade. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Got it. Okay, we'll do that in a second. Okay, so. Seven points of piercing damage coming in. And then... Eight points of necrotic damage. Is any of this... Oh, no, that's not poison. Okay. No, it's eight necrotic. Eight points? Yeah. Eight points of necrotic I need you to roll me a DC 14 constitution saving throw. Okay. I get a plus six to this, so I need to roll an eight or higher. Sounds right. I rolled an 11. Nice. You steal yourself. You're fine. There's no way that whatever that is is going to affect you. I like shout no <laughs> and take his damage anyways as it just bites into me. It pushes oh! through your shield yeah. and nicks you real hard yeah. on let's see, I have my wound dice. Your right leg. Okay. Heck. Okie dokie. That was its turn. That was much better. Good job, monster. Alright. Wasn't better. It was way worse. It was great. Oh. Next mm. in the order is Karzalek. You want to make me a death saving throw, Karzalek? Um, sure. Don't do it. That's a six. That okay. would be one in the fail column. That's all right. Yeah, remember, have... you want to roll high on those, right? Is that the goal? <laughs> That's the idea. In general, in this game, you probably want to roll high on most things. You roll a six, you do six damage to everybody around you. It's a special <laughs> right. It's, uh, negative, it's that's six death damage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next the up with the death damage. If you damage roll six three times in a row, you summon uh, Beelzebub, right? That's how that works? <laughs> it's confirmed in the previous episodes, actually. We rolled six, 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 and 11. I said we summoned 11 Satans. Um, so uh, that's numerology right there. So hey, um, next up is uh, Bart. Yeah. you like, no. Bart will reach out. Uh, we bonus actioning. We healing wording you. Level oh. one. You getting healed. Yeah. Nice. Have a level one healing word. Got that. Some bonuses. Yeah, got some bonuses from my healing uh, thingamabob too. My little sickle. Which is pretty cool. This is gonna do bang, bang, bang. Boom. We're healed for nine. Yeah. And then I will um, uh, make eye contact with you, Karzalek, as you rise up. And I'm like, don't go down again. Stand with your friends. And I will emboldening bond Crow, Karzalek, and Spark as an action. Okay. So. As long as y'all are within 30 feet of one of the other people that have this buff, you can add 1d4 to uh, save an attack roll or an ability check every round. Wow. Uh, do you have to do that before you roll it, or can you choose after? Uh, it does not necessarily specify, so I think it's just up to Ben. 
Okay. I will look at it, but... Well, look at that. And in the meantime, I want you to describe what that bond, like, looks like. Does it manifest in a visible way, or is it another kind of magic that's not visible? Hmm. I feel like... Maybe just like a little distortion of like the, you know, a pulsing of like a shield around each one of them mm-hmm. that kind of like then like leaps out to the other people and then just kind of is a little bit of a smoky haze around them, but that's about sure. it. Sure. Kind of reminiscent of Ibby's smoke stuff. Yep. My okay. buggy smokeness. Buggy smokeness. Okay. So that sort of surges through your comrades here. And when it reaches Spark, <clears throat> something happens. <clears throat> Michael. What happens when this magic energy reaches out and touches Spark? Uh, I think that throughout the last encounter and this encounter, you might have noticed Spark's uh, intermittent sparking becoming less and less intermittent. And um, at this point, it's it's begun to... uh, explode and I think it just like starts to spark out spark out and then there's just this large uh, surge of like uh, magical energy that just kind of explodes like interesting weird explosion like not like the thunder wave but um, mm-hmm. more like uh, weave magicy just weave like magic does it look like magic when it happens, or is it like there's a mechanical thing? I think it looks a lot sparks? like magic, but also like a little mechanical. Like okay. magic caused by mechanic. Yeah. Is it like a grinding sound when it happens? Like, no uh, probably metal, like or? before the explosion, there's like a... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. And then is there a mechanic that happens? Uh, I need to roll a d100. Go ahead and roll oh, that D100. That many damage? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 100 damage. I rolled, a, I rolled a 72, so I have the table here. Yeah, please. Um, so I gain resistance to all damage for the next minute. Nice. Wow. So that would have been handy it... right before my turn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it explodes it, out. It. And then so. the energy... <laughs> implodes back in and there's a little bit of like a luster to your armor now yeah i think some of like the funguses and stuff and sheen that had been distorted on my body kind of rub off and i'm a bit shinier nice and crisp now so fresh thrumming with electric energy okie dokie well cool so that was bart's turn yes now it's Sparks' turn. Okay. Um, I am, after being hit with this thing's claw, it's bite? Um, it's a uh, claw-like or hoof-like end to its many legs. Um, I will just uh, grimace uh, with my expressionless face. You'll just see my brows furrow. Um, and I will draw my short sword with my offhand. I will attack with my shadow blade in my one hand and my short sword in the other with my bonus action. Okay, let's do this. All right, so this is going to be my attack shadow blade. It's 18, which one? Um, a shadow blade was 2d8. So 18 plus okay. 6 is uh, what, 24. 
Is that 24 to hit? That's, yes. That's definitely a hit. Are you rolling right. with advantage? Oh, yeah. Roll, see if you get a crit. Uh, no. Did okay. not. Not that. Uh, that's... Four, um... That's 12 points of psychic damage. 12 points of psychic damage. this is going to be the offhand... Oh, plus two. Uh, okay, so, so 14. 14, okay. And then this is going to be the offhand short sword. Okay. Um, eight plus five is 13. 13, as we learned earlier, is an exact hit. Okay. Nice. So, I want you uh-huh. to describe your kill. Oh, snap. Um, hmm. Ooh, okay. I think, um, as, uh, it, it hoof claws me, I just, um, I feel like it's, like, still got me a little bit with it, and I just, like, um, lean up towards it, kind of pushing it back, and I take my shadow blade and I stab it right through its chest with it, opening up, like, a magical... A uh, black wound, and then I shove my short sword, my short sword into that hole, and like open Beautiful. it up. Awesome! And it opens up, and writhing from inside its flesh, there seems like it's it's animated in this supernatural way. The blood from inside it, caked and not very moist, sort of globs out, and. Its legs eventually go wild and flail in all directions as everyone covers their face, and it falls. This huge wound that you've opened up with magic, gaping in its front. I'm standing there, like, maybe covered in some of its juices, and normally somebody would be, like, standing there breathing still, but I'm just standing there still, looking at you all. (laughs) Hmm. I imagine... Cars shaking off the with that final stroke. Cars and like the, the uh, fear being broken. Cars kind of stumbles back and like kind of flat asses, just like out of breath, exhausted, just shaking off the remnants of this fear and kind of dazed at the moment. Right, you are out of initiative order. Okay, you're out of initiative order. You are in this room. What do you do? Um, Cars, are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Cars glances back at Spark and just, you know, can barely like breathe out. Just thank you. As he gets himself, picks himself back up. Yeah, uh, no problem. It's, it was, it's an, it's, it's a bad thing. It should, it shouldn't be here. Neither should, neither should we. Let's. Can we keep going? How do we how do we get out of here? Maybe just um, door. Uh, Crow like already has her backpack open and it's like Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. Like <laughs> Okay. Let's can we just take a minute to see what all's here? I mean I, I wanna get moving as quickly as you do, but let's take our catch our breath. Let's heal let's heal cars up at least and see if anything here is useful to us. Ooh. Ooh. Garis, how are you feeling? I've, to be honest, I've, I felt better, Bart. Hmm. Well, maybe we all have, but here I think we still have a couple taps left in this 
wand of healing. I thought we had like dozens of charges. Where did they all go? Where did well, they all go? <laughs> Where did the thing that they went into go? This wand of healing only recently came into my possession. I take no responsibility for previous use. Dozens <laughs> of what now? Yep. Anyways, <laughs> how about? How about? Cars just scowled. <laughs> I'm assuming you're gonna need. It has four charges left. You're probably gonna need all four, right? Uh, I mean, if he could absolutely take all four, but if we can find a reason to like milk it, um, I'm mm-hmm. absolutely open as well. Did we rest recently? I feel like we. Uh, last time you rested was, was Sky Serpent. Rest. At the serpent. It has been a little while. It's yeah. been, uh, this would be like your second or third encounter that you've done before, okay. you know, since since the last long rest. Yeah. I mean, I am out of spell slots, out, out. So. I will say, time wise, it has not been that long since you woke yeah. back up. The five minute adventuring day. Yeah. Oof. Big oof. We haven't done any long RP walks on the beach. Yeah, let's do that real quick. Okay, you're at a beach somehow. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, there's there's Bart. a multi biome room just downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Just go Bart. go back down and Bart a... is in a thong. Oh, <laughs> I don't like I, 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 that, that imagery, Che. Yeah, for that image. I'm gonna throw you, Che, into that room and you get I, bit by the I, one damage from the sand. Can okay, get, so can we get an art in a thong AI art, please? Um, sorry, we're not. <laughs> now, uh, oh God, I do cut, not want to imagine the nightmare. Cut the mic. <laughs> so I think table talk wise, we do need to search the room. I think we should at least get some intel on what's happening down below at this point. Yeah. Like, are, we, are, we, are we hearing froggy death death throws? I think. Or or what? I, I think it's safe. Also, like I mean, you know. Story-wise, we're not long resting here, right? That doesn't seem to make I sense. I don't think so. Okay. No. All right, so then I'm gonna spend probably all four of these charges of the wand on cars. Well, what if we just short rested and he used hit That's dice? That's true. Yeah, we one hour short rest. Um, probably that. Let's do a shorty. Yeah, like kind of, kind of while while we're looking around and you know, sure. turns. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, take a short rest and loot the room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I forgot short rest existed. That's funny. <laughs> That's yeah, it's, it's almost like it's it's a, a, this part, is what they're here the for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you're gonna take that short rest. We doing it. You search the room. We doing Let it. Let me tell you what you find. Room. Your XP drop has two thousand three hundred experience awarded. From that Holy shit. Bullywug centaur creature. Nice. So divided by four. Five seventy five. Five seventy five each. Okay. Get that so, thing done. Okay. I'm not gonna put anything on the uh, dock until we have like the session XP just to keep it consistent. One one two fifty, I think. Seventeen. So as you're looting this room and you're starting to take stock of things, you're you're looking around, you're talking about healing, and should you rest, should we go back to this room, what are we gonna do? The blood on the floor from this creature wicks its way over towards this large green stone. 
wouldn't notice, except if you looked real close. It runs through a crack in the stone, reaches the foot of it, and this triptych showing the Bullywugs surviving a journey at sea, receiving guidance from the gods, and mastering the oceans, building a prosperous civilization on its shores. The Jade Triptych shatters. Mm. Yo, the Bullywugs are not from Kasur. They came from overseas. The dirty foreigners. Over she And there's a chamber beyond oh. that. The passageway oh. arcing Book. around the corner. But carry on. That is just what happens while you are waiting around and looting. I'm gonna roll some hit dice real quick here in real yeah, too. No one reacts to the shattering. There, there will be, there will be. I okay, just that's fine. Do the mechanics, that's fine. I kind of imagine like, you know, this this shattering happening while we're all just exhausted and trying to recuperate a bit. It's just like a, a sigh, like you can't do anything about it right now. Yeah, Let's like, just Ah fuck, yeah. What can you do? Art has spent two hit die. Two hit die spent. Got Beep some boop. HP back. One max, Ooh. one minimum. I spent one hit die and I'm back to maximum HPs. Nice. Holy Make sure you are marking nuggets. down those hit die. Yeah. Because you need to long rest to get them back. Yep. Yeah, they gone. And pretty much only ever need to long rest for spell slots, it feels like. like I've, I've barely tapped my hit dice. It's true. At least it's true. Long. It might be re- revi- worth revisiting the rule if uh, we'll see. a little we'll bit. See. Make it definitely, more shit for us. Definitely, yeah. definitely interested. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to blow five slots. hit die. Yeah, I'm, I blow, I'm going to blow up five hit die. Yay, fighters. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got one left, but that's it. Okay. Okay. So the party spends some time recuperating. Here's what you find in the room. <laughs> Scattered around the room are jewelry and knickknacks made of beaten copper, cut and polished obsidian, shells, quartz, coral. Much of this treasure is at the feet of where this creature once stood, symbolically being trod underfoot. Two tall urns shaped like wicker baskets stand along the north wall, each one filled with river stones. This creature is dead. It doesn't seem to have anything on it. It's almost totally naked, but you know, how would you make clothes for that thing? Um, In addition, I need to ask you some questions about how much of the treasure and what of the treasure you are taking. There is all that huge amount of loot around the room, which has a weight to it. You would estimate thousands of pieces of individual treasures. But you would have to maybe dig around a little bit to find more things. I will say, obviously on top of some stuff, there are a couple more death masks. So two crushed silver death masks. Those are worth 25 gold pieces each. And there's a broken marble statue of a monkey worth 50 gold pieces. 
And then there are four silver hairpins set with jade worth five gold pieces each. The rest of the treasure does seem to be not necessarily worth as much. But there is a lot of it, so you could say how much you're taking, what you're doing to take it along. I can tell you how much it weighs. I can tell you how much it's worth potentially on an appraisal. Can I attach the hair pieces, hair pins, hair clips? Hair pins. Hair pins? They don't attach to my eyebrows, do they? You could work on it. Um, Ben, I have a, I have a request. Yeah. At your discretion, because I'm assuming, I mean, thank you for the, the great breakdown. I assume cars would have no idea the actual value, but could, I think he would probably pick up, if he were to loot, he would probably pick up judging by what feels comfortable for him. At your discretion, could you kind of like indicate to me, yeah, like, like roughly 50 pounds of loot? Sure. You pick up could- 50 pounds worth of these beads and coral and jade and, and onyx bits. Okay. You have, you feel like, hundreds of individual pieces, 50 pounds worth, and you have, uh, math, you have 120 gold pieces. Okay. If you were to haul, if you look around and you're holding this and you think to yourself, if you were to haul all of this out of here and hawk it to people who might want to buy this stuff, it would be hundreds of gold for thousands of pieces. Cool. All right. Thank you. I'll, I'll, have, I'll have it noted down that Carswell, he'll grab within, like, his factor in his carrying capacity. Sure. That's, I don't want that's to get why it's close. important. Yeah, he'll yeah. grab those 50 pounds of shells and bits. I uh, have it noted for worth okay. 120. Okay, cool. And I think he's... He's like, yeah, all right, I cannot carry anymore. <laughs> anyone else picking up any more loot? Yeah, looking around, uh, doing anything Crow else? Crow takes a minute and like, uh, she's struck by this broken monkey statue, and she holds mm-hmm. it and she uses a little magic and fixes it. Ooh. And gives it to Bart because it's just fitting that oh. our, our monkey friend have a monkey statue. Mm-hmm. Broken marble monkey statue. Thanks, Crow. It's uh, fixed. Yeah. Fixed marble monkey statue. Let's go ahead and bump the value up to seventy-five gold pieces. Fixed, and it weighs two pounds. There you go. Nice. Thank you. Your statuette. All right. Um. Anyone else? Are you like? You gonna like? turn anything over in the room? Look for stuff. Yeah, I, I think what Crow is really doing besides that is moving aside the mundane to hopefully yeah. find something okay. more magical. You, so you do find really. something. You do. It's at the bottom of the baskets filled with river stones. There is an Electrum Serpent Bracelet at the bottom of one of these. Hmm. I try it's to worth figure out what to do. It's not magic. Oh, no. Okay. Sorry. It's worth 50 gold pieces because this oh, is yeah. a treasure room. I put it on. I wear All right. It. Electrum gold. Electrum serpent bracelet. It's fancy. It is fancy. It looks like something that those ancient people that you encountered would have worn. Okay. Now, uh, Bart's going to look for a death mask that would fit his snake. 
Uh, or crown. One of the snake. I'll say one of the crowns. It's, <laughs> like it's a snake. It's like a, it's a masky crown. It's got like prominent eyebrows built into it. A snake circlet. All right, here, Ben, and here's the token. I will send it to you now. Beautiful. I sent I'll one, but sure. that's not the real one. Oh, this okay. is the real one. I think Spark is nice. just digging through awesome. the gold pile, ignoring all the gold, looking for interesting trinkets and maybe clues from the time when they remember being here. Mm. Okay. Um, it really does seem like in this room, like the, the motifs and the decorations and everything are very death-focused. This is like... Some sort of guardian. Um, the river stones strike you. Um, somewhere in your database it registers that rivers are symbolic to living organisms frequently. The crossing of a river into the afterlife. Maybe this museum that you think of is, to them, symbolic of some journey, some place that they go. Cool. I'm going to take three river stones. Very cool. And here's Bart's snake. Nick. Ah. Scary. Very cool. Booby snake. Okay, you take some river stones. You guys thoroughly looted the room. And ahead of you, as you conclude your short rest, all the benefits of it. There's a five-foot diameter passageway. It's dry and dusty. But unlike most of the ruins you have traversed, as you take your first glimpses into this area, there are clear signs in the, in the detritus that many webbed feet have trodden these halls. Near the top of the corridor walls, about three feet from the ceiling, runs a curious set of looks like bars running along the ceiling and there's a corner up ahead is like a long rail going it's almost like a ladder okay like on the ceiling interesting um a quick question about our little hour downtime um i think crow is kind of watching cars to see if he's okay if he's showing signs of berserking again if he's even remotely curious as to the fate of his uh, beloved companion like, i can answer one of those check on him or what no signs of berserking okay i don't know about the rest of them um i think what crow would see on cars's face is at this point kind of like uh how to describe it like apathetic just determination to get out like a like, sense of almost like denial of it happening denial. yeah a, a denial yeah exactly like a, like a kind of like a like a stone-faced denial of loss right. just like i don't want to think about it i don't want to think about it's, it i had to it, do it i had to do it it hurts so much i'm just going to completely compartmentalize this for the time being and probably have a mental breakdown of some substance once we get out of here but for the time being i can't i refuse like it's only going to you know slow everyone down and bungle things up so and that was all um, reasoning yeah. yeah he looks disconcerted but he's nonetheless determined to get out 
think uh, before we leave, Crow just goes over to the little shaft downwards to listen, okay. see if she can tell like what's happened with the zombies, sure. if there's sad frog sounds or lack of sad frog sounds. Sure. Okay, so you listen at the hole. Yeah. Okay. Give I mean, me a perception. If I, if I can see anything, which I don't think I can, because you do peer over and look down. I yeah, think you could like... you could peer over and look down. Okay. I feel like I would join. If that's all right. Okay. Two perception checks. The two of you looking down. Perception of. I got a sixteen. <laughs> I rolled a natural one, giving me a six. <laughs> okay. Um, Crow, you're having a hard time seeing through the glowing in this tunnel. It seems like there's some sort of magical enchantment that makes this skylight illuminate the stuff below. Um, it's almost as if, like, this tunnel that was dug at the back of this chamber and sealed over with a pewter disc, you know, after the fact here. It's almost as if um, they tunneled into, like, a, a ceiling light or something. You can't see fast you don't hear anything majorly, but you see your friend, the robot. What do you think? Maybe like adjusting the lenses on your eyes? Uh, yeah, probably. I think I like look over to Crow and I'm like, I could lend you these sometime. They uh, they help me see in the dark. Oh shit, wrong voice. God damn it. <laughs> Let me retake that. Trees, yeah, trees yeah. is it you? There's <laughs> you in there. <laughs> Sparks emanate from Spark. No. Um, uh, these things the, these things help me see in the dark. I don't know about you. I'm, I can lend them to you sometime, but uh, I just like look down like a kid looking yeah. down a well. You look down and you see something shuffling across the cobblestones below the hole. A single zombified bullywug moving slowly in a direction. And then it goes out of your frame of view. Hmm. Looks like there's just one zombie bullywug left. Something like that. You wait a little longer, and you see another one shuffle by in a different direction. Oh, oh, there goes there goes another one. <laughs> I'll say, well, uh, make a I wish. Pull off oh, the goggles. I'll, I'll toss a coin in the you. you toss Spark down there, and you seal it off. Oh no! <laughs> I, say, I say, make a wish. I toss a coin. Uh, okay. so, sometimes you... they do come true. Okay, you toss a coin. Cling, 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 cling. I toss a coin as well. I toss the gold down there. A whole goal. Wow. Whoa. And yeah, now, without making now. <laughs> without making a perception check at all, you both hear this. <laughs> as several zombies come and converge around the bottom where the coin dropped. Hmm. Doesn't sound like that. I'm sure that's fine. Well, I suppose there's a lot of zombies down there, and uh, um, Dap has been through so much and been such a, a brave warrior, always contributing 
see the, oh, yeah? the cause. I could tell I just, you tales of, of Staff's bravery. The <laughs> he was like a big lumbering thing that didn't do much when I knew him. Oh, you, you don't know the half of it. Uh, you just ask Carr down there. Just ask Carr sometime. I'm sure he'd love to tell you all about Dap and all the wonderful things Dap did. Okay. I'm not, I'm not the one to tell it though. <laughs> Do I believe you, you grow? Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm definitely not Are telling you lying the truth. You're, you're... Yeah, I'm lying. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna roll an insight check for. Okay. Uh, just say that if you use, if you have any kind okay. of magical ability to tell if I'm lying, it doesn't work. Does plan out doesn't work. Hmm. Okay. But if it's a skill or ability, it would work, or maybe work. Do an insight check. Are you like, um, oppose it with the roll? Is that how it works? Um, yeah, deception, deception, and insight. I've never yeah, rolled. It. I don't want to roll. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird. I don't. I don't want to roll against you, but <laughs> uh, twenty-three. Okay, I rolled a fifteen. So. so I think that your processor just doesn't quite understand this organic being's thought yeah, process Yeah, this here. is the first time I've socialized with a lot of people in a long time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what you find that's back it, there. That's it. Good for me. Oh, here we are again. I guess we can go tell Karzalek that uh, we just found a bunch of zombies. As they're talking you, over you there, you hear Karz's voice from back in the other room. Crow, Spog, where are you? Come, come on, it's time to keep moving. We were checking on your old friend Dap. Oh, you just see Cars' like scowl, fucking bite his lip, like. Oh my god. Crow told me that you could tell me a bunch of stories about all the times he was really helpful. (laughs) Oh, Cars just fucking looks at Crow like, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Cars just. I think Carl's kind of pulls it together like this this thing does not know any better. He, it, mm. It's taking a lot of willpower to not like vent on this on Spark his robot new... that you just met. Yeah, he just looks at Crow ago. and So that's what Crow told you. Did did she? Well, there will be there'll be much to talk about, but but not now. Let's keep on moving. This is not the place, guys. Is right. It's not very cars, nice. To make if Crow was within five feet, cars would would, would come close to trying to, to like just cold cocking her, but he's just like no berserk <laughs> mode on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trigger the secondary berserk condition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. um, cars. He's making. He, he makes uh, note of this. He, he logs this mentally. All right. I just well. I just look at cars elect and tilt my head and like lift my eyes, my eyebrows incredulously. It's like this com- complex uh, flesh creature thing going on with all these levels of subtext. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> just not like, quite there yet. No. <laughs> mm. It's going to add a lot to the to the party. Saying the quiet part loud is a great mm-hmm. thing for a story. Um, okay. Well, now what, you guys? Get the fuck out of here. Let's How's go. It? Boop. We stepping. Okay. Describe to me what happens. Uh, Bart is gonna. What happens? Yeah, Bart. Bart is gonna escape. <laughs> yeah, <possible. laughs> okay, so I'm bring it back down here because I feel like we're not we're not getting there. No, you Bart, 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 Bart is whistling for Absu the snake to follow him and is going to start walking down this hallway. Okay, Absu the snake comes up. Bart will let Absu go before him. 
that's the case. Come on, Snake. Ready to follow. Bob. And you go Bob. into the hallway. I'm going in. Okay. Feel free to move to wherever you'd like. I will head to this corner. Okay. You come to the corner. And you look around the corner. Yep. Okay. You look around the corner. And beyond these obvious tracks of Petrachian feet, um, they continue down the hall. The corridor abruptly widens past the corner to a cube 15 feet on a side with a corrugated floor. In the ceiling of this area, a bronze circular hatch is set. The cover is latched shut. In the four corners of this foyer are sets of metal rungs forming a ladder that leads up and across the arched ceiling to the trap door. The rungs are broken in several places, leaving rusty spikes. On the other side of this area, the corridor continues. So you can't quite see the end of the thing. I'm just gonna move you so you can see it. It keeps going. Looks like, I mean, Bart is going to yell, or whisper yell, stage yell. Yes. Back, stage whisper. You know, stage whisper. It looks like a way out or something, a trapdoor in the ceiling. I'm going to go for it. I think he's going to motion to Absu if Absu can fit in here. Can Absu, Absu can, here? but you think that turning around might be a hard thing. That's okay. We only go forward. <laughs> okay. Absu goes. Forward. I'm going to do something funny, Let's which go. I think is going to be fun here. Watch this. Squeeze. Squeeze. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Too many pixels. I love that. Yeah. Squish. Push it down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Abzu, absolutely, unlike other creatures, absolutely. I'm going to absolutely uh, ham it up with that squishing. Squish. Okay. A uh, many feet long snake continues into the hallway ahead of you, and Bart disappears around the corner. Let's get a marching order here, maybe, as you guys continue farther. Cars is eager to get on out, so he'll follow. Uh, he'll follow right behind the gigantic snake. Mm-hmm. Remember, you yeah. rode Bartadile down the hall one time. This is true. true right, <laughs> absolutely. I, I, I don't think. I think he needs to ask for permission. He has to ask for consent. <laughs> he's so not he's just ready gonna, yet. Yeah, he'll. He just. He just lost. He just lost him out. Yeah. I think he's yeah. Ready. <laughs> oh my. Man. Okay, so Karzalek, who's after Karzalek? Or are you just going to stay back in the room there? <laughs> this is our home now. No, I think um, <laughs> I'll kind of, you know, uh, nudge uh, Spark along with me. And maybe if, if this ends up being a long walk, we can catch up and I can bring Spark up to speed on okay. all the good yeah, things. Yeah, I think uh, Spark is generally just like always expecting and like letting everyone else just walk along and then is surprised anytime anyone expects them to come along um i think the last thing spark does is grab some sort of rip some sort of cool souvenir off of this thing that they killed how about the third eye it's almost in like a little stock gross growing out of the forehead i just grab this pull it out and uh look over at crow this will do put it in my backpack it, it'll do something components <laughs> let's go i okay. kind of do like the after you gesture i uh Not nod you. and uh walk along 
I'm having trouble moving my token right I now. I slam but, the door behind oh. you and I leave now. <laughs> uh, now it's Crow's dungeon. You just stay in the room with the gold for the rest of your life. <laughs> this is I it. Swim around like I stein. made it. <laughs> okay, so just I want to get everybody on the map where they want to be. So yeah, I'll be behind Spark to bring up the rear. Okay. Hey, where's Dap in the order? Oh wait, never mind. Oh, I, oh, I forgot oh, for a second. This, now this you is, don't have to convince cars to try to leave them behind anymore. Oh, I never wanted that. Come on. All right. <laughs> so. We're continuing down the hallway. Yes. Are, are we just walking? Are we interacting with this uh, weird ladder thing? Like, is it a roller are coaster? Are you on the ceiling? You want to go on the ceiling? You could try. I mean, it, it, how it's it's a pretty low down though, isn't it? Like, you could reach up and um, touch it. It's a ten foot high ceiling okay. here in this five foot wide passageway. Um, mm-hmm. Where Bart is, the room gets bigger. Gotcha. I kind of do want to at least look at it and see if I can kind of figure out what is it there for. Um, it reminds you of the wooden play structures that you would play on back in Aglanod when you were little. We Like monkey bars. Like monkey bars. Well, I mean, I think she would just hop up and grab them and see if she can okay. swing on them for a second. Go ahead and make me an athletics check. Um, that would be a a 19. You jump up and it comes right back to you. You're, it's like you're back in these big forested play areas that the children of the noble families of Aganad used to get sent out to when the adults were having some big, uh, maybe Bacchanal or something. And you are able to freely swing across them for a distance. Whee! Go ahead and move yourself up if you'd like. Sure. Well, I'm not going to get ahead of people. I just want to stay okay. as we As we come along, come across okay. them, I'll You're, traverse them a bit in a monkish all. style. Okay. Um, Bart, you're in this room. Above you, in the ceiling, there's a hatch. I want to climb up to it. There's a room... Ahead, you want to climb up to it. Okay, as you're doing that, make me a perception check. Oh, I'm not particularly good at those. Oh, 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 natural 20. Let's oh, go. natural 20. Good reverse <laughs> Perfect. And Nicely done. Okay, <laughs> let's see. See here. Hmm. What do I need? My little wow. goblin eyes. Um, okay. So there is, as you start to climb up, there's ladders from the floor to the ceiling here in this room. You start to climb up, and you notice on the rungs that you're on that there's like a seam in the wall just past the rungs. Seems like there's some sort of hollow spot in the stone as you thump a couple of times. There's a secret door here. Oh shit. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna have Absu come coil up to me. How high am I am I right now? I mean you just started climbing, you're you're only like a few rungs up and you notice this. Okay. Uh, I mean I'll have him get up to me, coil okay. up, getting ready to defend me if something happens, and I'll try pushing the door open. Okay, so he goes into the into the room. Like yeah, the, yeah. 
Wow, it's so beautiful, Ben. Wow. It's I know. It's so I'm so happy that we did that. <laughs> now he's sideways. Slurp. Oh, there you right, go. <laughs> it's getting better by the moment. Hold on. I fix. Oh, he's like at a slight angle, which is kind of sick. I know. It's it's ridiculous what's happening here. But there you go. There he is. He's in oh. the room. Okay, so you start to work on opening this door. Yeah? Yep. Okay. I'll move you to where it would open. You open it right here. Mm. This is gonna be cool. Oh lord. The walls of this chamber are painted a flat black while the floor is inlaid with a colorful mosaic of strange gods cavorting and leaping around a central sun. An alcove in the center of the eastern wall is masked by a curtain of shells and beads. What do you do? As this stone slides open. How wide of an opening Everyone, is into this place? It's a five foot wide opening. You can it's it's a full on door. Everyone back there, you would have heard that too. Like this oh, you know, sounds fun. Like stone like on stone grinding. Stone or? on stone grinding. Okay. It sounds like the doors that you've heard before in here. Yeah. Oh boy. Can I click my tongue at Absu and have him like just come up off the ground and pick me up with his head and just roll me into this place? Absolutely. That's what happens. He goes over and you surge into the room atop Absu, your magical snake gifted to snake. you by a celestial quattle. What the heck is this room? It's a good question. You're inside it now. You see the central sun. You see the strange gods cavorting around it in a ring. It's like a cosmology on the floor of gods you do not recognize unless you're remembering your time here. Back in the original room, you fell in with a diorama. You saw four figures surrounding a central fire, all committing some sort of ritual sacrifice. Those ones are depicted here. You see a horrible green frog god that's depicted here. You see a black creature that looks like it might represent death, a white creature that might represent life. There's a lot going on in it, more than you can really take in in a moment. The black paint, I mean, kind of makes it look like the great beyond surrounding this cosmology. Is the party really where they are right now at the end of the hallway? Or are they going to oh, be moving sorry. up with the... Let's keep the tokens updated. So Your okay. butts. Yeah. Alright, we're, we're moving. Yeah, I've been waiting for Cars Secret. to move his butt. Secret door. Cars are like this way. And I will, I'll continue wiggling. I'm gonna keep wiggling so they have room to come in. Yeah, I'm wiggle, just gonna wiggle, be right wiggle. behind cars, like. Wiggle our way in. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Okay. Yeah, you can jump over Absu. He's chilling. Absu's just chilling. He chills off Big the cosmology. Chilling. Whoa. Okay. So you're all at least in or looking into this room now. So now what? What are you doing here? 
Are there? Um, I mean, hmm. is there anything? Yeah. Is there anything here we could discern just looking at the designs that maybe we have like learned of something similar, like in our education or like no. studies? Or this is I mean, strictly like, like maybe you could draw some parallels and be like, oh yes, the gods of life and death. Um, yeah. Okay. You know, Rhea and Length are known pretty well as this elven, traditionally elven yeah. pair of deities that uh, waltz together and where one's uh, footfalls land, life blooms, and where the other's land, it withers and they waltz on eternally. Um, the, the the rumors around and the legends around undeath center, uh, are centered around the disruption of that dance. Um, it looks like there's some sort of maybe equivalent in this, but that's really all you can glean. Uh, Clovidy is clearly not here. Um, you know, there's there's nothing, or Clovis, uh, there's none of his offspring seem like they're represented. It's, it's quite foreign to you. Olacrawl has nothing to do with this. Thick. All right. Huh. And then we have this over here is the um, curtain. Beaded curtain. Who wants to open the beaded curtain? Or say something, I guess. Bart's gonna step forward. Step forward. I'll Looking go at through. The Just be careful. Yes, I'll be careful, guys. Like, do I hear anything or something? Like, I kind of feel like I'm. No. I don't know. I feel kind of like Bart is kind of drawn to this a little bit, but nothing sure. coming from beyond the curtain. Nothing. It's perfectly still. It's going to brush it aside. Behind the curtain is the chalky form of a statue seated on a stone throne with its surface carved to depict feathers. The throne, that is. The statue is wearing a feathered headdress and a feathered robe. Very degraded, very old. Lying across its lap in its open palms is a scepter of gold and silver with an eagle's head crafted on one end and the talons of the bird holding a blazing sun on the other. But the most remarkable thing about this statue is its face. Bart, you look over at this statue and you are looking at yourself. Um, Bart is going to reach a, a finger out and poke at his own face. Statue. Yeah, the statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you uh, you poke the statue. Um, yeah, nothing happens. It's it's chalky, like stucco that's flaking. Are you to like come here, Karzalek, uh Cautiously makes his way over. What? What do you see? Look here. Turn the curtains. Up, he'll come up next to Bart. What? What does uh, this? This car's also see Bart's face. There's a statue of a goblin druid with a scepter snatching the sun. Is that me? <laughs> I. I don't understand, but that, that, that's no other, Bart. It, it, it could be no other than, than, than you. What's, what's 
going on here? Uh, uh, Spark, Crow, come over here, quick. Bart joins uh, Bart in cars over there. I crow as well. Are, are our eyes, are our eyes fooling us? Do you, do you not see Bart here in front of us? Gesturing towards the statue. Everyone yeah. sees that. Kind of look at Bart and narrow my eyes a little. Like, I <laughs> swear. Wait. Do you guys come from the past? Or do I come from the future? How, how does the statue look older or younger than Bart? Or does it look like Bart's age now? It looks like Bart's age now. I want to like really get close to the statue, like not touching it, but like, mm-hmm. you know, Indiana Jones examining the statue on the little pedestal. Okay. Close. Trying to really see like, is it Bart's or is it just like another goblin? No, it's it's clear. Uh, what's something that's uh, unmistakable about Bart? Something that's unique and identifying feature? Um, I would say like uh, one of his one of his canines is smashed from being kicked in the in the mouth by a okay. goat. Sure. Like so a, a way that a makes smile. it smile, like a half moon or something. Like, like a that. like yeah. a, a distinguished smile, but green skins have a little bit of like a fang, you know, mm-hmm. usually going on. And you can see there's the telltale jagged fang smashed right there. The sculptor really nailed it. I don't. I have not been here before. Otherwise, I sh- I would have just gotten out, obviously, so would have escaped with all of you. I don't understand. It must be some sort of strange magics. How old? Oh, sorry. Oh, go for it. Um, oh, I was just gonna ask, like, how old does it look like? It's the same age as the rest of the room. Does it look like a new edition? Or seems like it's uh, a new edition compared to the temple. Mm. Good question. Yeah. It looks in the same way that Plep Plop Sewell's chamber was an addition to the temple, but you know, like the this... diorama room yeah. or the room that the underworld that you guys were in. Those are not new additions. Those are the original. Things. Yeah. And all of those are additions to what I'm familiar with generally. Yes. All of the cool. changes to the blueprint of this location, mm-hmm. uh, like the rotating triangle door down below and the pits that have been dug and the traps yeah. that have been placed and stuff. Yeah. You're like, I don't fucking know what these things are. Yeah. What the fuck did these changed things? a lot. It's changed a lot over the years. So question for you. Is it a statue of Bart holding the staff or is it a statue of Bart and the statue is holding the staff. The statue is holding a scepter in its lap. Scepter. And oh, it is a, a metal scepter. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was a, the same as the no. snake. It is stuff. not. Okay. It is not. It is a chalky form of a body holding a very real scepter. I mean, I'm going to pick up the scepter. Okay. You reach you down, you grab the scepter, and you try to pull on it. It won't move. Maybe real hard, and it's do it. Nah. Let let me try, Crow. Perhaps yeah. it belongs to me, as I appear to already possess it. Then Bart will try to grab it. 
once you pick up the scepter part, you begin to feel weak in your knees. And images begin to flash across your mind. In your mind's eye is a city. Carved blocks of limestone capped with beautiful marble and metal facades make up this truly awesome place. As if designed with infinite solar punk optimism, you see this metropolis at dusk, or so it seems. The moon rises in the east, and the sun has already set in the west. Yet, in this twilight, a second sun hangs low in the sky, casting its vibrant ultraviolet light. These amphibians, if your senses are to be believed, existed in an era marked by the ever-escalating prosperity of grand infrastructure. You recognize familiar landmarks from your stay at the rim of the crater. The balmy summer evening that you find yourself in, in this place you've been transported to, sets the scene, and we see amphibifolk, reptilians, avians, and even more exotic creatures milling about past you as if you're not even there, conducting the business of a night market underneath towering monuments. Among this cityscape are hovering vessels, beams of light that streak to and fro, and a buzz of insectoid wings flitting between openings and towering spires. There are flickering shards of starlight embedded into the curves of the city and its inhabitants' wearable technology. Metals seem to shimmer as if forged in moonbeams. Crafts of all shapes and sizes roam the streets and the skies, perhaps the stars themselves as one winks out into the night sky. An age of prosperity indeed. Nothing in your world that you've ever encountered has been so lush nor densely populated as this. What could have possibly brought down the civilization that once dwelt here? Thoughts swim through the seas of your mind, and they do not feel your own. You know somewhere inside you that this is a window into a moment frozen the second sun gently pulses, and this warm companion ushers in a new age. The Stella Nova, the new star, as you now know it to be called, had pushed the darkness back into the dankest lairs. Absu dwells within the temple. Yet, unpredictable, wild, bottled up, shadows pushed back into corners act much like a cornered beast. The Petrachians themselves seem somehow in this moment a nobler people from a nobler time, a time before this dazzling display of technology and magic crumbled to dust. Bullywug children play in the parks as you walk the streets in what feels like minutes for you. Stretches on. We hear their giggling croaks echo amid the night and fireflies light up. And then we come back to this room where Bart 
nervously sweats, and his companions ask, what, what's, what's wrong? What's, what, what happened? As you see the light fade from his eyes for a period of time. And we see that sort of like in slow motion, we can't really quite hear what everyone's saying to Bart. And at that moment, the holder of this staff, Bart, is transfixed by these visions. Others see the character lose focus and begin to sweat. You have a moment here as you come to something's off with the statue. What do you do? Um, so I feel sweaty, dizzy. I've got this metal scepter in my hand. Yes. And you just had, like, a trip and came back. And and something is drawing my attention to the statue. You're still looking at the statue, even though your friends are, like, clamoring for your attention. You don't know how long you've been gone. All right. Uh, Bart Bart will take this metal rod and kind of, like, in a a reaction to that, and kind of reactionarily, like, he's just coming to you after... uh, you know, taking a hit of frog venom or something like that. He's just... <laughs> no! And he's going to drive this metal, like, thing into the chest of this statue. And just be like, no, your time was then. It is not now. It is not now. As you drive this scepter into the chest of this figure... Stucco flakes away, and underneath, the statue becomes flesh and blood. You see the stucco fall away supernaturally. And we see this scene here, with this creature reaching out with the face of Bart Fudd as he pushes the life from its body. You hear a crack. We'll see you next week. Oh shit! Yo, man, Bart's been striking back or deals with the Bullywogs, man. Calling <laughs> <laughs> it. Didn't we say at the beginning of this game that Bart is the bat, the big bad? Oh man, this is, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot. Of-